Well, everybody, welcome to another episode of Love Shreveport the podcast. We are so excited today uh, because we're going to be sitting talking with uh, the airport business and development manager, Mark Crawford. Mark, how's Hello. it going today? Good afternoon. I'm great. How are you? Man, I'm good. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I know you've got a lot of information that you're yeah. going to share with us concerning the airport. But of we'll course. Just, we'll jump right into it. But before we get into the airport, we want you to tell us a little bit about who Mark is, who you are. So I am the airport and business development manager, like you mentioned. I've been at the airport 12 and a half years. So I started as the marketing manager uh, back in 2011. And so uh, I've now been moved up to the airport business and development manager. And that means I deal with um, all of the advertising for the airport. Uh, I deal with um, any of the air service development. So I'm always talking with airlines that we currently have, airlines we don't have. We have an air service development consultant. And anytime we see news of other airports that are getting new flights, I'll reach out to him and say, hey, they did this. Can we do that too? Or how do we do exactly what they did? So always working on new flights with our current airlines and new flights on new airlines. Always trying to do that. Um, I do uh, a lot of the um, appearance of things at the airport, so we're always working to improve the customer experience. So uh, anything that you see in the airport that you like, I probably had something to do with it. I'm kidding. Um, <clears throat> but some of the, one of the things that we have now that's, that's done really well, we've had them for a couple months. We have a new uh, CVS vending machine that has you know aspirin, Tylenol. Um, one of the unique things that's in there is um, little... Uh, waterproof diapers for kids if you're going wow. to the beach you know we have non-stop service uh, to Destin yes. and so if you forgot your little swimmers I think is what they're yeah. called if you forgot your waterproof diapers for your little kids you can buy those in a vending machine there at the airport on your way to the beach uh, non-stop flight to the beach um, we also have an iStore vending machine so that's anything from a cell phone charger cable to Beats to Bose headphones so there's anything in between you can think of that's electronic related uh, it's in a vending machine there as well so lots of new offerings like that so we, we deal with uh, or I deal with with those kind of things and the thing that I deal with probably the most is when people have lost their black Samsonite suitcase with no name tag or no ribbon of any kind or label, I have to help try to find that because anyone that's lost or any of those bags that are lost, it's always a black Samsonite suitcase. There it is. So put a name tag or a ribbon on your on your suitcase the next time you travel. You should, <laughs> if you don't take anything away from my message today, put a colored ribbon or a name tag on your back on your on suitcase. Your yes, yes. So I get to do all the fun stuff like that at the airport. That's awesome. So yes. where are you from? I'm from here in Shreveport. Okay. So I grew up. I uh, went to LSUS. I got a degree there and started doing, uh, started working at the Louisiana Boardwalk and did marketing there uh, until I started working at the airport in 2011. Wow. So what made you want to go and be a part of the airport? So um, in my mind, the airport is just for people to fly in and fly out. You know, it runs itself. Mm -hmm. There's not a whole crew of people that work there. Well, it turns out there's a lot of people that work the airport. Yes. There's about 70 people that work for the city. Uh, and the airport authority that run the airport, everyone from people that cut the grass, to make sure the runway is safe, to make sure the plumbing works in the building, to make yes. sure the parking lot's operated properly. So there's a whole team of people that I had no idea existed uh, until I got uh, a ding. I was looking for a new job after uh, I'd left the boardwalk and it popped up uh, a marketing manager at the airport. I'm like, I don't even know the airport had a marketing manager. Wow. So I applied for it, got the job, and I've been there ever since. Wow, that's absolutely amazing. Yeah. So tell us, what tell us the history of the Shreveport 
Regional Airport. Okay. So to start, to give you the history of Shreveport Regional Airport, we need to start at the Shreveport Downtown Airport. Uh -huh. So not far from where we are now at Government uh -huh. Plaza uh, is the Shreveport Downtown Airport that originally opened in 1929. Our flight started operating there in 1929 with Delta Airlines. The terminal building wow. opened in 1931. So Shreveport has had Delta Airlines service since 1929. So wow. 2023, so not too long from now, it'll be 2029, and I'm sure Delta's gonna do some kind of big celebration for the 100th anniversary wow. of Delta. And we were one of the very first cities that they served. Uh, Monroe was their home base in 1929 okay. when they started. Uh, they flew from Monroe to Shreveport to Dallas, and eventually they added Birmingham and Atlanta on to the other direction. Uh, but we were their first, one of their first cities that they flew to from Monroe, which is wow. kind of a, a great part of aviation history. So the downtown airport uh, served as the city's airport until 1952 uh, when regional airport opened. So we just turned 71 in July, wow. and uh, last year we celebrated our 70th anniversary. Uh, and so uh, that terminal building of the original terminal building uh, opened in July of 1952. So uh, we are in uh, in 1971. We moved into the current building that we're in now. In 1999, they added the uh, beautiful terminal building that you enter into where you check in at the ticket counter or baggage claim in the rental car. That opened in 1999. Uh, we are, if you've not been to the airport lately, we are in the process of totally um, refreshing the look of everything um, post-security. So we redid the pre-security area uh, a couple years ago when we moved the security checkpoint. We consolidated mm -hmm. two checkpoints into one back in 2018. Uh, and then we have been painting and reflooring and new lighting. Um, we've opened um, gate number three, which we're eventually about to renumber all of our gates, but gate number three was walled off in 2001 mm -hmm. when TWA went out of business. We reopened it last year uh, while we were refurbishing uh, some of the other gates. Allegiant used it for a little while. They're back at their original gate. Uh, but now United uses that gate. So they, wow. they've always been at gate number four uh, since they started as Continental back in the day. Mm -hmm. um, and so uh, now they're using two gates because they have so many, they have enough flights to where they need two gates each day, which is a wonderful thing. Yes. So that's a very good thing. So um, regional airport uh, is always, is the, of course, the commercial airport for the area. It's the biggest economic development engine in the region. And we're thankful to be, certainly be a, a big part of that for sure. But we're always, like I mentioned earlier, we're always working uh, to get new nonstop flights from Shreveport and expanded non expanded service from Shreveport. So like United uh, will eventually uh, come October, November uh, later this year, we'll um, start having five flights a day to Houston, which wow. they've not done since probably 2017. So that's yes. not even, they've recovered from the pandemic, but they're not gonna expand back to the way they were uh, you know, five or six, seven years ago, Correct. which is great news for us, absolutely. <laughs> so that's great history. Yes. Now, what goes into the pricing of airline I'm tickets. glad you asked that. So pricing at any airport, Shreveport and every other airport, Dallas is, a, is one we get compared to an awful lot, um, but any airport anywhere in the country, the airlines charge whatever the market will pay. So there's no rhyme or real, there's no real rhyme or reason why they do that. For example, uh, we have nonstop service to Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. um, you can, a lot of times you can find it for $70 each way uh -huh. on Allegiant. It's nonstop, which is you know a benefit there as well. If you were to look, if you pick the same dates on Allegiant and you were to go look at American or Delta or United, you'd probably pay three or four times that. Correct. And that's because those airlines can charge it. Allegiant doesn't have to. And so the Allegiant pays the same rental rate that American Delta United wow. do. So they all pay the same. Uh, we have to do that. That's a requirement that mm -hmm. we have. Everyone pays the same rate. Um, so it's all based on what the market will pay. Allegiance business model is a little different than the others. Uh, they're point-to-point -point and non-daily. 
So that's why you know they char they're able to charge what they charge. Um, but pricing is all set on what a market will pay. So for example, we added Charlotte service back in 2017. Mm -hmm. um, Delta was the only option going east to Atlanta. Uh, and anytime you'd look to fly nonstop to Atlanta, which is our number two destination out of Shreveport, um, you would before we had nonstop to Charlotte, uh, it was always five to six hundred. Typically five to six hundred dollars was never cheaper than that. Now you could go to if you wanted to go to New York and you connected in Atlanta to go up, it, you would get that for three hundred dollars. But it was still more yes. expensive just to go to Atlanta. So when we added that Charlotte flight twice a day every day uh, on American, you routinely can find nonstop to Atlanta for under three hundred dollars. So wow. which is great. And so uh, like I yes, mentioned, it is. Uh, Atlanta is our number two destination, and that's not people going from Shreveport to Atlanta and then to on to New York or DC or whatever. Uh, That's people going from Shreveport to Atlanta and getting off the plane. So it's our number two destination. Las Vegas is our number one destination. Yes. 55,000 people or so every year go to Las Vegas. Some of those go on Allegiant with our nonstop there, but others, you know, I went to Allegiant earlier, or excuse me, I went to Vegas earlier this year, <laughs> not on Allegiant. Uh, and uh, so people go to Vegas, That's again, that's our number one destination. And has been that since before I've been at the airport, more than 12 years. Um, Atlanta fluctuates between number two. D uh, Denver sometimes pops up as, as number two. Uh, just depends, but um, the uh, the air service that we are always working to improve um, is will help you know change those numbers and have more people going to those destinations for sure. Like right now, uh, Delta only has three flights a day uh, on 76 seat aircraft. Now pre-pandemic, they had six a day on 50 seat aircraft. So there's still about the same number of seats, you just have less frequency. So it's good in some ways and bad. It's good for them because it costs less to operate. Sure. They can move about the same number of people with half the staff. Sure. But as far as availability and connectivity, you're more limited because you only have three flights a day. Sure. Now, this is absolutely amazing. Now, I've got to get to Vegas then yes. it's, since it's number one. Yes. I've not been to Vegas before, so I've got oh, to make a trip to Vegas. I have Vegas. Lots, of trip, uh, lots of tips and tricks for you when you go to Vegas. Lots of great suggestions, we'll too. We'll get so, it. Yes. We will get it. Vegas now, is a great place. You all have deals. We do. Different type of deals. Yes. What goes into the deals, and why are there specific dates on those deals? So let me be very clear about something. The airport has nothing to do with the setting of the ticket prices. Okay. We have no control over that at all. Um, one example I like to use is think of the airport airport authority um, as uh, and the airport building as like a mall. So instead of you know Dillard's and Abercrombie and all that, we have American, Delta, United, TSA is a tenant. They rent the space from us to, to do the checkpoint okay. and to do their offices. Um, the FAA rents the control tower from us. Um, the rental cars rent the space for the counter. So we mm -hmm. are, um, for the most part, a landlord uh, of the building. Uh -huh. And so we can't tell American, hey, that 5 a.m. flight is too early. Do that flight at 7. Um, or we can't say, hey, we want a flight to D.C. or we want a flight to Omaha. We, they, we don't, they don't listen to us. So it's kind of like you can't go tell, like if you were the mall manager, you couldn't say, hey, Dillard's, those jeans are too expensive. Uh, make them $40 instead of $100. We can't make the airlines you know, only charge you know, $50 for a flight. So um, it's, again, pricing of, of, you know, for all airline seats are, and tickets are purely based on demand. So when an airline, so for example, we have a new flight that's coming up uh, in August. Uh, for the LSU game that's in uh, Orlando. So Allegiant actually added a special flight uh, in August for um, nonstop to Orlando to go see the, the kickoff for the, for the fall season this year. Um, and so those tickets started at $250 each way. Uh, a few seats sold when I went and checked, and they went on sale about a month and a half ago. Uh, when I went and checked uh, last week, uh, they're down to 150 each way. So a lot of times what'll happen if uh -huh. seats aren't selling, uh, the airlines will adjust prices. One of the things about Shreveport is 
um, especially with Delta, American, and United, um, the seats always sell. So, you know, most of the air, those three airlines uh, have a 90% load factor or 90% of the seats going out of Shreveport are full. The same thing with Allegiant. They have a, a higher load factor. They're usually 95 to 98% uh, full. And so um, that particular flight has not filled up yet, but a lot of times Allegiant flights fill up later than uh -huh. uh, they're more like last minute uh, purchases there. So uh, as far as deals, um, if you see a ticket price, you're like, man, that's a good price. I wonder if it's gonna go down. Uh, in Shreveport at this point in life, it, the seats are almost all full. So if you think you have a great deal, book it right then. Uh, one of the tools that I use is Kayak. So you can search for a destination on there uh -huh. and kind of in the, in the top left there that kind of moves around sometimes, but in the top left, it'll say, this is normal, this is high, this is low, you should buy, you should wait. You know, there's a little guide there that kind of tells you, should you do it now, is it high, low, whatever. Um, and of course they look at, Kayak looks at prices way more than I do, but yeah. I can tell you, if you find out, if you see a price and you think that's a great deal, book it then because, you know, 20 minutes later, 30 minutes later, it may not be there. Because yes. pricing, again, is all based on the number of open seats. And so if that price, uh -huh. It's because there's 20 seats open, but then two seats sell, and there's only 18 seats. The price is going to keep going up. Of course. You're giving us all the tricks of the trade. I'm now. trying. I'm yeah, trying. Yes. We appreciate I'm trying. it. Yeah. Now, there's some, there's some summer destinations, right? Yes. Can you tell us some of those summer destinations so people can, if they want to get out before school starts Absolutely. and all? So we have nine nonstop destinations. People don't always realize how many nonstop destinations from Shreveport mm -hmm. you can go to. Mm -hmm. So Dallas uh, is year-round. Uh, Houston's year-round. Denver's year-round. Charlotte's year-round. Um, Las Vegas is year-round in Allegiant, but our three seasonal routes um, is Orlando Sanford Airport, Destin, Florida, mm -hmm. and Los Angeles. And so uh, Los Angeles, this is crazy to me, Los Angeles, um, we have that in the summer. Uh, sometimes it comes back in the fall, it just depends mm -hmm. uh, when Allegiant decides to offer it. But 200 people a day, and we can track this with mobile data, 200 people a day within an hour of Shreveport uh, go to Los Angeles every day. So we know that there's demand. Wow. For, we know there's plenty of demand. Uh, and back and forth. So, you know, 200 people a day each way. Mm -hmm. So we know that there's demand for that. So we continue to ask Allegiant, hey, give us this flight year-round, or at least more than just two months each summer, because we know we can track people's mobile phones that live within an hour's bubble mm -hmm. of Shreveport, um, that we know that 200 people a day go to Los Angeles every single day of the year. Wow. Same thing with Nashville. We're always asking for nonstop to Nashville service. Nashville. We know that 30 people a day within, an, within 20 minutes of Shreveport, in 20-minute radius, 30 people a day go to downtown Nashville every single day of the year. So that's not, that's, you know, that's not enough to fill a plane, but yeah. if you offered you know, twice weekly service um, to do that, you, when service, a lot of times when service that hasn't existed exists, you create uh, or you stimulate demand. And so Correct. people that likely wouldn't have flown will fly because it's cheap or it's fast or it's there yeah. or they don't have to drive. You know, Nashville's a boring eight hour drive away. Yes. Um, and I hate doing it, but I've done it before. <laughs> but if you could be there in an hour and 20 minutes on a flight, there I would do go. that all day long. So we're go. always asking for, for new service for sure. Now, we've talked about some airlines. Going into the airport, uh, to my understanding, there's some new restaurants coming to the airport. There are, yes. Can so you... right now, if you go to the airport, um, the main checkpoint airport or the main check checkpoint restaurant is closed. They've walled it off. Mm -hmm. They're doing construction. So if you remember last year, we announced three brands that were coming to Shreveport as part of our 70th mm -hmm. anniversary. We announced Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf. We announced Uno's Pizza, and we announced La Madeline's. And so this is exclusive content that I'm about to tell yeah, you right you, now. Oh, we ready. So we're breaking news right here breaking today. Breaking news. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, we, uh, unfortunately, uh, as, as many people know, La Madeline's, 
um, has pulled out of Shreveport, so they're no longer uh, in Shreveport. So unfortunately, La Madeleine's will not be. They were going to be the pre-security restaurant at the airport. They're not going to be there anymore. Uh, we have found another local replacement, um, which is great. Uh, the uh, Uno's Pizza was I was very excited about because I love pizza and Chicago style pizza at that. Yes. Um, unfortunately, due to supply chain issues and pandemic related uh, changes in business, they are no longer doing the same kind of um, licensing agreements that they had done with the company. So it's one company that operates all the restaurant space at the airport. We bid that out uh, every time their contract comes available. Uh, that was done in uh, that was done last year. Uh, there was the, the the company that had the that had the restaurant before was the responsive the only responsive bidder so they, they got it again um, we challenged them to find because this was what the passengers had been asking for a national brand that was uh -huh. not in the Shreveport Bossier market so it's one thing to have a Burger King or a subway in an airport but you can go get Burger King or subway anywhere correct so that's why we were excited about you know uno's and coffee bean and tea leaf uh, because which is like a Starbucks mm -hmm. um, we were excited about that because you can't go anywhere else in Shreveport Bossier or the region to get uno's or uh, coffee bean and tea leaf. The good news is, even though Uno's is no longer an option, uh, coffee bean and tea leaf is still going to be there. So that will be at the main uh, checkpoint awesome. location. So that's really good. They have all kinds of coffees, drinks, yes. breakfast sandwiches, that kind of stuff. So oh, it's like I said, it's just it's very similar to a Starbucks. So sure. we're excited about that. Um, we wanted upscale coffee when we did surveys a couple years ago. Upscale coffee um, was one of the things people. Uh, requested uh -huh. uh, often, which was good. So that's kind of why we are excited about that. But another thing, and I can't tell you the brands yet, ah, just because... I was about to give you a drum roll. Well, you, know? uh, you can give me a drum roll <laughs> for the news that there will be three different local um, brands that will wow. be in the airport. So right now, um, or the way it was before, the, before they started construction, there were three post-security or three restaurants past the security checkpoint mm -hmm. that all basically serve the same thing for the most part. Okay. Uh, when everything is, when the construction's all done, that the main checkpoint location should be open in October uh, or early November. The, the concourse locations should be open sometime next spring. So once all that is open and there is the, the pre-security location, there will actually be four local brands that people know and love that wow. will be available at the airport. And one of the brands, is a is a Mexican food brand, Mexican restaurant brand. Really? That and you're. I'm not going to tell you. You're okay. Sure to think about All it. Because right. this was what this one will open first. It'll open you know that October November area. Um, this is a Mex local Mexican restaurant brand that has gone away, and we've brought it back. So uh -huh. we're, we're very excited. It was very popular. We're very excited uh -huh. about that. So. Um, that will, and, and I'm, I, you know, normally we would make a big announcement about it, but we did that last year. Yeah. So I don't want people to think that I'm crazier than I already <laughs> am when I said, hey, this is coming, and them think it may not come. So yeah. we're going to wait and make sure that everything's good, and everything should be good to go. So, but we're, if, if all that works out, which we have every, every bit uh, of faith that it will, we know that it's going to be a great thing to offer uh, people as they come and go from the airport for sure. This is absolutely Amazing. I've got yes. a name in my head, but I'm not going to put it out there. Don't well. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to tell you I'm wrong. I'm gonna wait. I okay, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't want to be wrong. Because I'm gonna say you're wrong even if you're right. I know. I know it. So now, even with the restaurants, do do citizens get a chance for input on the restaurants, or how does that work? So we did some surveys um, in back in 2017, 2018, 2019, uh, before the pandemic, um, and we did a few, we did some just in-person things with the pan after the pandemic, but we did. Um, you know, months long surveys on our website and sure. in person. And it was kind of funny that the main thing people wanted was that they listed was upscale coffee, mm -hmm. Mexican food, 
uh, and better dessert options. And so uh. um, with, with two of the local restaurants, that's certainly going to take care of the dessert options, which gotcha. is a great thing. Um, so that's the citizen input. So we have to, you know, we're required by the FAA and by the city rules to bid that out. And so we did that last, um, last year. Like I said, Tailwinds is the company. They um, were the successful bidder. And so they have been very responsive. Wow. Um, when we found out that those two national brands were not going to be an option, we were able to come up with an alternative plan sure. that's worked out well. And that's what you see in a lot of newer airports, a lot of airports all over the country, is they're going away from those big name brands that are everywhere and they're going with local so that people that visit our area um, that are not from here, and we have about 30% of our travelers yeah. are people that have flown here that do not live here, that fly here to do business or visit family or whatever. They fly here, visit, and they fly back home. So that yeah. will get, allow those 30% of people to get a taste of Shreveport while they're here at the airport. Now, I've got this question. Okay. so. If this restaurant is coming back, uh -huh. it's not here. Yes. Is this only for those that are flying to come eat? That's a good question. So, um, right. So at the beginning, the answer to that is yes. Once okay. all of the restaurant locations are open, which this will be probably next spring at the absolute earliest, uh, the TSA has a pro. So right now, anyone to go past the security checkpoint, you have to have a ticket uh -huh. or a gate pass because mm -hmm. you're helping an elderly person or your military or that you know that kind of thing. Um, the TSA has a program. Um, that the airport can participate in. Uh, the Lafayette Airport just opened a new terminal building last year, okay. and they, they do this. So they offer, um, you have to pre-register, but anyone that wants to, to go see their family off or go eat or go look at the new terminal building, uh, they can go through the process, the application process. It takes a day, the way they have it set up. It takes a day. Um, you have to just submit it. You're, you're treated kind of like a, a, the same like as you would as a traveling passenger. Okay. So you have to provide an ID. You have to go through the security checkpoint. You have to, you know, empty your pockets, go through the, you know, the body scanner, the metal detector. So you're going to go through just like a normal passenger, but you're able to spend the day post-security eating at the restaurants or shopping at the new uh -huh. retail store. That's one of the things I'm very excited about. So if you've been at the airport uh, since Tailwinds took over in mm -hmm. 2011, you'd notice that they had restaurant on one side and retail on the other. It was right. all kind of shoved together. Uh, one of the things we told them that had to happen was we wanted a separate standalone retail store. And so huh. this is a brand name I can share with you. Okay. Um, what we're excited about this, so there'll be a totally separate retail store where just the restaurants will be only food and drink. Um, there will be a totally separate retail store um, and it'll be called the 318 Forum Newsstand. So you're, oh, familiar, wow. you're familiar with yeah. 318 Forum? Um, they are, that'll be the branded newsstand and uh, gift shop that'll be at the airport. So we're wow. very, very, very excited about that. That probably won't open until the spring as well. They're, they're doing the main checkpoint restaurant right now, like I said. They're going to do the concourses after that. The retail store will happen after that. So, and then the pre-security location. So very Man. excited about that. That's, that's a, that was a big deal uh, for Forum. It's a big deal for, for us, for the airport, big deal for Tailwinds to do that. So we're very excited about that. And all of that will segue us and, and make us go to the last question. Okay. Why should we fly Shreveport first? That is a very good question. Uh, obviously, you know, if you're traveling or whoever's traveling and there's four people and you need to go somewhere and the tickets are $300 a piece and you think that's too expensive and you look out of Dallas and it may be $200 a piece, mm -hmm. that means you'll be saving $400 for the total of the tickets uh, at the time of purchase. But 
um, you know, you have to drive to Dallas, you have right. to pay to park unless you have somewhere free to park. So there is, you know, even though you'll save $400 on the ticket, that may not be your total savings um, overall. So one thing we want to remind people of is calculate the true total cost of flying from Shreveport sure. versus flying from somewhere else. And sometimes it absolutely makes sense to fly from a different airport, whether it be Monroe or Alexandria, mm -hmm. Longview, Tyler, Texarkana, Dallas, uh, Houston even. Sometimes it does make sense because based on prices, you know, our seats in Shreveport are a lot more full than they are in, you know, uh, Longview. Tyler, Texarkana, Monroe, sure. Alexandria. So sometimes that's why you may see cheaper fares in those locations. Mm -hmm. um, we have about 1,600 seats a day in and out of Shreveport. Okay. Uh, Dallas, uh, or DFW, uh, has about 120,000 seats So they with on 27 airlines. We have four airlines. So they have a lot more seats to sell, and so that's why a lot of times you'll see cheaper fares out of Dallas sure. uh, than you will out of Shreveport because they're setting the prices low enough to where they know they'll fill the planes coming in and out of Dallas. Wow. Amazing. Well, You've heard it. This is Mr. Mark Crawford from the airport, city of Shreveport, uh, the Shreveport Regional Airport. He's given us some nuggets, tools, information, uh, and some exciting news about the airport. So we definitely want you to be reminded or consider flying Shreveport first. Thank you again for tuning in to our Love Shreveport podcast. Don't forget to stay connected with us on social media, uh, Instagram, at Love Shreveport. Uh, at, on Facebook, City of Shreveport Government, Twitter, uh, at Love Shreveport One. We're on threads also. And then, of course, don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel, City of Shreveport LA. All right, thank you again for tuning in. Until the next time, have a great day. One.